We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Going to have a banger of an episode talking all things NBA Finals, the fallout, the outlook, and what went right and wrong for each team with Jarrell Harris from Sports Illustrated. Before we do, patreon.com slash veterans minimum to support the show. We got some fun ideas coming out starting in July, August, and then into the football season. As well as a big shout out to Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Derek Platees, Devin Rendon, Jordan Riley, and Mike Wozniak. Merch is on the way for all the members of the Patreon I've been addressing it the last couple of weeks, and since May, all the members will be getting some merch. Depending on the tier that you're in, you're going to be getting different merch. But yeah, thank you for the support. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. After the years of knowing him and the years of asking, I appreciate this. You're the man. Had to bring something. (laughs) Had to bring something. I appreciate you, Jarrell, in the building. Whooped my ass in one-on-one. Actually, nah, I hope my own. I hope my own outside. I'm going to give you your credit. You're better than I thought you would be. Oh, that's what I want to I'll give you, like, the football side of things, you know? Like, you're a little physical. Yeah, I had to, man. I had to. You hit, like, nine straight jump shots on me. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? But we played some one-on-one. It was cool. I want to start balling again, man. Whenever you're around, man, just let me know. Yeah, but I didn't want to, I want to like, like I got two of my boys, Finney and Dunbar. They, uh, well, Dunbar's been on the pod. Finney hasn't been on the pod yet. He stays trolling me for that. He's like, yo, what's good, man? I'm the best athlete you know. Like, what the fuck is he get on the pod? But they always tell me about like, they're going to bowl and shit, but they're so competitive. Mm -hmm. And like, yo, I haven't, I've probably, that's probably the first time I've played one-on-one in a decade. Wow. No lie. A decade? A, real talk, really? bro. For real. Oh, wow. I used to play ball all the time. And then when I, when I like, throughout high school, and even when I went up to college in Buffalo, I was playing basketball all the time, mm-hmm. like intramurals and shit. And I was nice. Like, I was good. And then when uh, I blew my knee out in uh, 2013, playing football, just like running out of bounds, I went to Juke and my shit just blew out. And then ever since then, bro, legit, I've probably played basketball less than 10 times Sheesh. in about eight years 
that's why when I came yeah. to Watch Club, I was like, yo, bro, I'm just going to play guard mm-hmm. and just, like, pass the ball up and shit, you know? Cause yeah, but you good. You, like, in decent shape, so. Yeah, that was helping me. Yeah, that was right. helping me. But, I like, I know what I'm doing. I just mm-hmm. can't, like, I missed mad layups against yeah. you. I was like, yo, what's I know the scouting report. Like I kind of figured it out like early, but I don't want to like blow up. Yeah, the game no, no, no. Let's keep that. Else. Let's keep that on the refs. <laughs> let's keep that on the refs because I'm trying to pull it to Sunday watch too. We'll get to that in a bit. I got you on because um, I like talking hoops with you, and we just had the finals end. Uh, Warriors taken in six. I like always starting these kind of conversations with did did it go the way you expected? Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, I think the finals were like very entertaining um, compared to like previous years, like. The Suns and um, Bucks were like, it was good. It was mm. a great matchup. But, you know, it was like Giannis is a megastar, but like it didn't have like, you know, that Stephen Curry effect. Like when the eyes, your eyes are like glued to the TV. Right. Then you have a character such as like Draymond, who's like talking throughout the whole um, finals with his podcast and yeah, everything yeah, going yeah. on. And then a young superstar talent like Jason Tatum. So I think this was like so much fun to watch. And like both teams, like defensively and offensively, like they kind of like matched up. But. Obviously, the Warriors had some firepower, um, and it, it was a great finals to watch. It felt like the 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 experience for them really showed. I feel like Adoka, uh how do you say Udoka? Udoka, excuse me, Udoka. He got out coached mm-hmm. by Kerr, especially like games four, five, and six. Yeah. And I think the the biggest thing for them was that from game one, you knew Curry wanted this bad. Yeah. Like, really, really they bad. They started violating. They was talking about his wife's cooking. Yeah. He was like, all right, I'm yeah, going to turn man. it up now. I mean, typical Boston, yep. you know, not <laughs> don't put that past the Bostonians there. But to me, I felt like the craziest thing that really stood out to me in that finals in particular was coming into it, I felt like Boston was more reliable. Like, their pieces were more reliable because mm-hmm. you knew that Brown played well in the playoffs. You knew where you were getting out of Smart, Horford, uh, Grant Williams when he would check in, Time Lord when he was healthy, he made yeah. such a big impact. He's a beast. And then the guys off the bench, especially when they played at home, like your Pritchards and and, and White had that big game on the mm-hmm. road over there. Like they were more consistent, I think is the best way to put it. Where like yeah. Golden State, yo, Clay didn't, outside of what, mm-hmm. three, four playoff games, he was Clay yeah. Thompson. The rest of them, I mean, I remember I had my boy Combo on and we were like, yo, do you think, I know this is going to sound crazy, but do you think maybe they bench him in certain spots mm-hmm. or is it like, you know, it's Clay Thompson? I mean, I know, but like, since it's Clay Thompson, like he opens right. up the court. Of like, course. And you're going to go. You're always going to have to respect him no matter what. Even if he's like 0 for 19, yeah, he's going to yeah, make the yeah. 20th shot. Because he's so streaky yeah. too, where he could be 0 for 11, then out of nowhere, you're like, oh shit, he got exactly. 20s. Seven for eight in his last eight shots. So I get that. And then on the flip side, staying with Golden State, no one saw. Yo, Wiggins was what the third best player in the series, <laughs> if not second, the second right? The second. So that was wild. Draymond, he had his moments, but he did like typical Draymond shit. Like yeah. everything he was doing, he was being an agitator, he a disruptor. Like yeah. those are the kind of mm-hmm. shits that make him the player that he is. And then. Outside of that, like you knew Poole wasn't going to deliver every game because he's a young player going on the road into Boston. That game three was tough for him, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's how I felt going in. And then it completely changed with, you know, some of the matchups. Like, they went away from that in the early stages yeah. of the series and then I, going towards the I end. I think the biggest thing was, like, the Celtics, like, the inexperience. Like, you've seen it with, like, all the turnovers. Um, it was kind of sad to watch. It's like these guys are, like, they have more, more af- athletic athleticism my bad um like defensively they got it like with robert williams you have the defensive player of the year marcus mm-hmm. smart but it's just 
they needed that point guard. They needed someone like a Rondo who could like just control everything. Like Jalen Brown, very talented, but he's like very slippery with the ball. And they just kept turning it over, and like that's what killed them. Like they had everything else, but it was that part of the game. I think. Nah, for sure, man. And I think Tatum had what over a hundred turnovers in the playoffs. It was like what is yeah, that first it was, it was first ridiculous. time ever someone. Yeah. Like, and you're talking about him, like the dude who, you know, he sends that message out mm-hmm. to Kobe. Kobe, Kobe text. What did you and, think about that? I've seen a lot of people on Twitter like <laughs> making jokes or like. I feel like it was dope because everyone knows of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I, I thought that was cool. I'll tell you this much. Now everyone that's going to be doing it with someone that's passed away that they looked up to, it might be a little clout yeah. chasey. Mm-hmm. Um, it also looks terrible. Now they're trolling them. Like Kobe replied back, like "No, you don't," and shit yeah. like that. Like you've it's seen wild. that, which is wild. But it's also what social media is. I was fine with it. I thought it was a dope thing because, mm-hmm. like, they ended up winning too. So it was like, "Yo, I got you." And that was his mentor, and he's talked. Mm-hmm. He's been so adamant. Like him and Booker are like the last of like the Kobe children. Yeah. What they were saying. So to me, it was cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it was dope. Now moving forward, if like I don't know, someone worshipped Babe Ruth. I know that's a terrible example because they didn't have cell yeah. phones then. But like I'm saying, something like that, I could feel like it's mm-hmm. a little cloud chasey. Yeah, but um, I like you said, it's, he has that relationship. Like if he didn't have that relationship, with exactly, Kobe, we would have been like, all right. But yeah, he had like, that. exactly. Yeah. That, that that's so. that's the perfect way. So for to me, it wasn't anything crazy, but I think uh, a little bit unalarming. I don't want to say exposed. Would you say he got exposed in the finals? Yeah, I don't think he got exposed. I just think, you know, it's his first time. It happens. I think he's going to come back stronger. Um, I don't think there's something to be worried about. Uh, He takes a lot of mid-range shots and very Kobe-esque, but yeah, I just think when you're when you're in that status, bro, you get that kind of criticism Mm -hmm. whether it's warranted or it's kind of like too harsh. When you're in that upper echelon, like, bro, I don't know if I was talking with you about it, like the Luca thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. if Luca got bounced in the first round again this year and he didn't go on this run, mm-hmm. yeah, they fell short of the finals, but it's like, all right, Luca's taking those strides. Yeah. If not, you know, the conversation will be like, dude ain't been out the first mm-hmm. round in four mm-hmm. years. And then it's like, yo, hold on, but we're praising him. But then eventually you get shit on. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the growing pains. When you're a young player in the league like that, you see it time and time again. Like, yeah. if, if, uh, Anthony Edwards in like two, three years, he hasn't been out the first round. So he'd be like, oh, can you really build with him? Where other people are saying he could be an MVP candidate. So it's like these young players that are top picks or they're kind of that it guy, top five, 10 player of the league. Eventually, you got to get out the first round. So with Tatum, bringing it back to him, he's been out the first round so many conference finals. Like that's not the knock on him. But now he's being slandered for like all the turnovers, over 100 turnovers in the postseason and, you know, falling short in the big moments. That's kind of like, it's kind of what you asked for, mm-hmm. though, too. If you want to be that guy, this, this comes with the territory. Yep. Yeah, dude. So I feel like it comes with the territory if you mm-hmm. want to be one of those guys. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Was it the preview um, episode? Yeah, I uh, picked him for MVP. Yeah, and I was like, all right, um, he has a couple more years, and he wants to be on that level with, like, a KD and, like, a LeBron. And it's like he brought the Celtics to the finals. Like, they wouldn't have made it without right. him. Um, but it's, it's growing pains. It, it happens to everyone. Yo, how do you feel about this? I've been having this conversation with people. Like, it because you fall short of the finals, does that diminish what you did to no, get there? No, because like, LeBron, like, he, still, his first time in the finals, they lost. KD's first time against the Heat. That was, like, an all-time team. Right. Like, it's just what it is. But it's also it's weird because I feel like, speaking of LeBron, 
and I hate turning it into like a LeBron thing because I mm. feel like it's like that the talk radio now and all these yeah. sports shows it's just constant LeBron stuff. But in a way, I feel like he's changed how people view the NBA because, like, would you rather your favorite team get bounced in the first round or lose in the finals? Mm. Right? It's like LeBron gets slandered for making it to the finals and losing, but then it's like. That's a nah, good thing, losing bro. To the final, losing in the finals. Yeah, is, is, right? Yeah, As opposed to, you know, like, it was the thing about, it was a better, Jimmy Butler gets, was it a better year that Giannis made it to the conference finals and lost, or that he went to the finals? I mean, like, Melo, like, his whole career. Right, like, Melo's a good one, yeah. He's like, was it the first round he couldn't get out of yeah. for the longest? Um, even CP3 couldn't, like, make it to the big game until The like, conference finals was his... All the time, so... Yeah, I would rather be in the finals. Yeah, I think like it's ridiculous time. to me. It's like, mm -hmm. all right, he's three and three and seven in the finals yeah. or three and eight. It's like, yo, he's been to the finals mm -hmm. that many times. Are you kidding me? Like Steph, what is Steph? Steph is four I and mean, two in the Jerry finals. West is the logo. Right. <laughs> he yeah. He's lost how many times? Yeah, the logo it's like one and eight, I think, in the finals. It's ridiculous. It makes it makes no sense to me, but you know, it's it's like with the Buffalo Bills, they're zero and four in Super Bowls, but they yeah. went four straight years. Like no team's ever doing that's that, painful, bro. Though. That's, that's painful. painful. Yeah, that's yeah. Painful. That's why if Buffalo ever wins the Super Bowl, they're burning that city mm -hmm. to the ground. I went to school up there, bro. For real? Yeah, I went to Buffalo oh, State wow. for two years. Did not know that. And it was uh, they love the Bills, mm -hmm. and the Bills were trash when I went there. They had like <laughs> nine different quarterbacks mm -hmm. in four years, but even so, like I remember. This dude threw his TV out the second floor of our dorm oh, no. when they lost the Monday night football game mm -hmm. to the Pats. This is when the Pats had like Randy Moss and shit. And they blew a 13-point lead in like three minutes to end the game. The dude fumbled the kickoff. It was, it was the first primetime game in Buffalo. Kid went crazy. Like yeah. Buffalo is what like mm -hmm. all that Bills Mafia shit is. Yeah, like the tables. It's not my, the, it's not cloud chasing. <laughs> it's it's how it is. Up there. My nephew is a Bills fan for some reason. I don't know where they came from, <laughs> but he loves Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. So. Yeah, not well now they're like cool. Now they got players that are cool. But back then it was like, you know, the, their best player was like Lee Evans. And you're yeah. like, mm, that's, that's mm -hmm. all right, you know, but all right, let's not, let's not get too Yeah, we can't get yeah, Try. NFL season. Yeah, we'll long. get to that in a bit. But Golden State, right? Um, four four titles, six finals in eight years. What do we call them? Are they? Is this They're a dynasty? dynasty. This yeah. is a dynasty, yeah. right? Come on. Um, I've seen a lot of arguments like trying to make it like against like being a dynasty, but they are. What they've, do you think is a? What, what do you think qualifies as a dynasty? Like just having that run, like they've been here since 2015. It's like they're always in the running. Like obviously these past two years. Before, like, the finals, uh, it was tough because of injuries. Like, Steph was out. Clay was out <laughs> twice. Yeah. Um, Draymond had to, like, you know, regroup with, like, this younger cast. Like, they're trying to, like, rebuild. While still being while, competitive. Yeah, while contending. So, it's been tough. Um, but, like, they're, like, one of the first teams to, like, ever do this, this process. So, it, it's interesting. But they definitely, like, a dynasty. Yeah, because it feels like now if m most of their guys are still young. Outside of that big three, like a lot yeah. of their players are mm -hmm. in their mid twenties, if not younger. Like they still have Wiseman, um, who didn't play this season. You have Kaminga, Moody, um, Jordan Poole. So they have that talent. They it's like talent. they're gonna have again, it's like a rebuild but still competitive, yeah. which is I don't think we've seen some shit like Never. this. Um, but like yeah, like you mentioned about like the dynasty aspect. Like you call the Spurs a dynasty, but they always they never won back to back. Right. The Warriors have done that and like this span is it's ridiculous to me i feel like a dynasty gotta be you look at it in a five-year window mm -hmm. and if you've won like multiple titles yeah. like if you win two of me and you've you know you make the conference finals you're in the finals like 
to me that's a, that's a dynasty to me i could be wrong but like you have to at least win multiple yeah now uh, and it has to be in like a five-year window but now we're talking about they've won four titles in eight years i mean it's celtics lakers bulls warriors and like if you want to count the spurs but the oh. Spurs are five in like I think it was like ninety nine to twenty fourteen. So but that's, just that reign of like just being like consistent. Yeah, yeah. The Spurs were that's a different. Like I feel like the Spurs, the Pats, like those teams are different because mm-hmm. they they were so dominant for like a decade plus. Yeah, and so they would I don't have know all these... if they are a dynasty, but I'm talking about the Spurs, but they're close. Yeah, we're nitpicking though at that yeah. point mm-hmm. though cuz like you I'm, like, I'm fine so calling them a dynasty but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Steph Curry now, the whole convert we were talking about it when we met up over the weekend. Where where were you in in that camp of he needed the finals MVP for his I legacy? really didn't care about the finals MVP. As long as you get in like rings, um like obviously this takes him up like another level like in the NBA wherever like top 10. Um but he was he played a big part in the 2015 one. Well, every single one. Yeah. But Iguodala just had to guard LeBron, and like that was a big thing. So Steph still averaged like crazy amount of numbers um, that 2015 run, but they gave it to Iggy. Yeah. But what do you think? Like, I don't think Finals MVP really matters so, that much. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? Like, to me, it it all depends on how you viewed him prior to this. And, like, I feel like he's one of the foremost impactful basketball players ever. Mm -hmm. The game now is played the way it is because of him. And I feel like the impact, like, generations down the line, like, bro, I'm 5'10". I can't be 6'8 and dunk, right? Like, it's not physically possible. But it's more believable and obtainable, I should say, that if I just developed a great jump shot and shot so much, Mm -hmm. like, I can make a career of it. Like, shooting is... You could be any size to shoot, whereas like I can't be a physical. That's why specimen. Steph is so marketable. Exactly, like, and he's so relatable. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. every kid under fifteen, his favorite player is Steph Curry. Yeah, you can't be LeBron. You can't like, be LeBron can't. and be six eight or Giannis six eleven mm-hmm. and a, a freak athlete like that. You just can't. But yeah. Steph Curry, it's which is also funny because he's like six three. I was about to say, like <laughs> I, I sit next to him a few times. He's like very tall yeah. and like he's muscular now yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, he's not like this average human being. But the way they talk about him, you think he's like five seven and just shoots but like that's not the case but that's how i feel like his impact on the game regardless of how many titles i mean he's already won titles but coming into this year and even into these playoffs about him needing a finals to me it was kind of just to create content in a weird way Mm -hmm. i think it was just you had three days in between every single game you had to come up with some talking points so to me it didn't change does it improve it yeah it can improve it but he was already yeah his legacy is already cemented exactly whatever you're gonna say um that's exactly i think that's the best way to put it for sure yeah um but i want to know like where does he fall in that top 10 range like that's like a favorite topic everyone wants to talk about like has he entered is he still outside looking in so what are we basing this off of wow like talent I mean, he's the greatest. He's the greatest at what he does ever. Like, yeah. there's no debate. Mm-hmm. No one. Like, would you put him over like a Magic Johnson, like for point guards? Because I've seen that take a lot this week. Hmm. In in 2022 basketball, I would take Steph. Yeah. Right, because like the game, he he changed the mm-hmm. game. Legit, like if you've changed the game. 
and you're considered the greatest at what you do, like to me, you're he's in the starting five, I would say. Wow, it's big. So if you're doing it the traditional way mm-hmm. of like point guard, shooting guard, small yeah. forward, power forward, center, is he not the point? Would guard? you rather do like tears like that by like position, or would you rather like a straight out like list like Jordan, LeBron? I'm a fan of doing it like the all NBA way. Okay. You know, like not this new version, mm-hmm. but it's like who would be my start, my my point guard, my shooting okay. guard, my small forward, forward, power forward, the whole mm-hmm. nine. That's how I would do it. Okay. So to me, he would be the starting starting yeah. point guard on that team. Dang, that is so tough. I don't know if I could put him past Magic, but it sounds like blasphemous when I, when you say it. But yeah, you need that shooting. So I would definitely put him. Like yo, how many people play basketball, bro, in the world? Yo, and I think about this all the time. Like all the people that play basketball and like to be considered. Like the greatest shooter of all time, like anyone could pick up a ball and like shoot. But yeah. you're like the best ever at that. And you're doing it at the highest level yeah. too, right? Like it's just wild to me. Like those mm-hmm. videos of him hitting like 73s. Like, yo, are you kidding me? That's wild, son. Yep. That's wild. And to th- to think of it that way from that perspective, and he has the accolades, because you know, the one thing I talk about this all the time, the one thing that's changed for me, bro, growing up. Like maybe it's uh, being in the industry and like learning about sports from a different perspective mm-hmm. too. Like the rings argument. If you get just one, to me, I could put you in comparison to others. Yeah. It could be wrong. If you want mm-hmm. to disagree, that's fine. But like you need to get at least one. Like that's the thing that my friends and I have agreed to. And I'm like, yeah, if you want to be in that level, mm-hmm. like you need at least one, right? Like Dirk could be in that conversation with a lot of players now because he has at least one. So. Whether he ends up with three or six or anywhere in between, like I, th- he's at the table with them. Yeah, he's already there. Like he's a minute. You didn't need a Finals MVP, but he's yeah. Been. So for Curry, like you're considered the greatest to ever mm-hmm. do that particular thing. Like yeah, I would put him very high up on that yeah. list. But um, what do you think about like where he ranks at in today's game? Like, is he the best player in in the NBA? Probably not. Mm-hmm. I think. Again, these these are such fascinating conversations because it's also like taste, right? Like, what's mm-hmm. your like? Everyone has an acquired taste. Like, are you taking like KD above him? Are you taking Giannis? I'd probably take Giannis. I'd take Giannis, and maybe, maybe that's it. Okay. Because like with KD, I got the injury stuff, mm-hmm. right? I got the age, even though him and Curry are not that much, but like the style of play is different. LeBron, he's gonna be thirty nine. Right or yeah. thirty eight, and he's still doing it at a high level, but also we haven't seen him in the playoffs now mm-hmm. for two years. So it's like, where is that? I don't, I don't care if you're the best player. That's why the regular season MVP is so different. It's like, yeah, were you the best player against the Hawks and the and the Wizards? But night to night, I think the guy that brings it every night, no matter what, is Giannis. Yeah. So to mm-hmm. me, that's why I will put because he cares about the Wizards and the Hawks on a Tuesday, Wednesday, back to back. But Curry, I think. I would take I would take Giannis and then Curry. Okay, I like that. How about you? Uh, I'll, I'll take Giannis number one because he brings it every night, as you mentioned. Um, if he was going, if KD played every game, it's definitely KD. He's like number one, but you know he's gonna sit out and he's gonna play like fifty games. Um, in the playoffs, it's a different story. Like I'll take KD then Steph then Giannis. Hmm. Even though you're Giannis, you've seen it with Giannis. I know we've seen it. Um, but he needed Chris Middleton, like this past like postseason, like we've seen that. So, but don't everybody need their second? No, everyone needs their. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like, and you seen with KD. It's like even though he had Kyrie, but like they struggled. But for like Steph, he had Clay and Draymond, and you see, like they still haven't um, lost a playoff series together. Mm. Yeah, yeah, man. It's you know, like Milwaukee got to be beating themselves up, and I hate playing the woulda, coulda, shoulda game because mm-hmm. I feel like if you look at so many championships that have been won, you can nitpick at something, an injury yeah. that went either in your favor or against you that cost you the title. But right now, if I'm looking at next season, which everyone likes to do this too, so we're going to do it also. Like looking into 2022-2023, I don't think Golden State would be the team to beat, in my opinion. That's a little hot take. You think so? I'm picking picking them right now. If they could like um, keep everyone, um, that would be my favorite. Well, like Gary Payton and like Looney are like big to their team. Like Gary Payton like locks up. Um, Looney was getting offensive rebounds, and like they definitely needed him. So if they could resign these two and like try to like give Kaminga and Moody more minutes, I think I'll pick them. Yeah, that's the thing. There's wild cards on that team too, right? You mentioned Wiseman before Kaminga, Moody. It's like we didn't we saw we saw them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's you also trust the infrastructure of Golden State. Like I feel like they've entered that territory now where like Bob Myers, you got to show him some love too because he's built all their all their guys were drafted. Yep, exactly. And besides like Wiggins, yeah, as well. Yeah. But that was like, but, you, you but he's to, been there for a long time. Yeah, so. he's basically yeah. a warrior. Mm-hmm. I consider him a warrior. Yeah, he's been there for so long. But I think like those guys, they they drafted all of them. And yeah, you got to get free agents, right? You're going to get the grizzled vets in there. You can't just have all 22-year-olds. Like, that shit never works out. You yeah. need to have that guy that's been in the league for... That's why Donis Haslam's been on the heat <laughs> all these years. It's like, you need that guy to, like, keep everyone in check. But I think with Golden State, what's interesting is, you know, that video of Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins when they're popping the champagne. It's like, oh, we got to get the yeah. bag this mm-hmm. season. It's like, well, yeah, that's a big decision now to do because no one saw Wiggins eight years into the league becoming the second best player in the finals. Yeah. But you can't count out, like, other teams, you know. Like, Boston's going to be back. They just need to, like, you know, get, like, a point guard other than, like, Marcus Smart. Like, Mm. he's great. But, like, yeah, I need, like, a traditional point guard to, like, set the stage. And, like, the turnovers, like, were deadly for them. Um, You have the Clippers as well with Kawhi coming back. Um, You have the Bucks with Chris Middleton. So, I think that's, like, those teams right now for me. And, you know, I was was, – we were talking about it when we were hooping the other day. How um, I was like, "Yo, you a little excited that you you know catch a breather?" You're like, oh, "I got the draft, and then yeah, I'll be good." I was like, "You know, someone's gonna get traded yeah. free agency. It's always last couple of years. It's been a big name get traded and before you know it. Yeah, that's a bro. week of content and articles and all that shit and emergency podcast. Cause like, yo, what the fuck? This guy just got traded. So you know that's gonna go down too. So we don't really know. Like, is Dame gonna get shipped to a different team? Is what happens with Harden, Kyrie? Bro, now I was about is, to say. Like, I was telling you, like, I'm probably gonna be good, and then like Kyrie news comes out today. I'm like, so on, now bro. you gotta follow that for the yeah, next couple of weeks, exactly, until something goes down. What do you think of that, man? It's interesting. I don't know if, what kind of leak this is. It's like, is it from his team? Is it from the Nets? You believe in that stuff, right? With the leaks, like it comes uh, out from somewhere happens. on purpose. Yeah. Like, okay, uh, I'm, like, with, I'm with you. People are talking. To yeah, people, yeah, yeah. For sure. Shit gets leaked because you uh, want it to get leaked. Exactly. So it's not just coming from nowhere. Yeah. Um, but I wonder, like, what happens. I think he stays with the Nets. I think this is just some news. Um, but if he was to leave, I think his best landing spot is the Clippers. Like, I can't see him going to the Lakers, um, capped space, like, issues, or, like, the Knicks. He's not nah, going to the nah, Knicks. Nah. 
It would be. So it would the be Clippers s- would be like a great landing spot for him. Yeah, but do they have cap space? They, they don't. Got, yeah, they, they don't. They would have size. to like make it work. Um, but you know, you have like that Ty Lue relationship. Mm, like, interesting. Yeah, that's Kawhi, right. Kawhi PG is like they just don't have like a point guard yet. Um, like Reggie Jackson's cool, but yeah, yeah like cool. Kyrie's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if if this report got leaked because there are some conversations about whether or not the Nets should give him a supermax. Yeah, it's like, do you want to deal with all that Kyrie stuff that he brings mm-hmm. off the court and also on the court too? Like, you know, he'll just, I need, I need two weeks off my mental health, and it's like, yeah. all right, you know, you can't really say much about that. And then he'll come back, he'll be like, ah, you know what, I got a yeah. back pain. If he and, leaves the Nets, like they don't have like enough cap space to like outright like sign someone. So this would be brutal for them. And then I wonder how like KD would feel. If oh, KD would be because yeah, KD was getting it bad too. And it was mm-hmm. I made a I made a joke on Twitter where it was like, yo, KD really left this for for flat Earth Kyrie and like <laughs> hipster Brooklyn. Like, think about it. Mm-hmm. You don't think KD was a little sick watching that? Uh, like, like Warriors winning? The, yeah. I mean, I think every player is like sick in some kind of way. No, nah, I know, but him final, is a little. But uh, him is a little different because yeah. he was there. Like he chose to. Leave I think there. he made his choice, and yeah, he kind of like helped them too uh, with the sign and trade for Wiggins. I mean, well, for D'Angelo Russell. That's that right. Yeah, Wiggins. because then that's what led like, to because he didn't have to do the sign and trade, but he kind of like that's helped a horrible point. That. Yeah, because so, then they traded D'Lo for Wiggins mm-hmm. and the draft picks. Yeah. No, nah, that's a fair point. I don't point, know man. how it would feel. But also, like, Golden um, State helped him get his rings, too, I right? Think so it like, was, I think it was, like, the perfect, like, um, opportunity for him. Like, mm. if you would have stayed with the Warriors, and uh, that's, like, you're not beating them, like, Steph and KD. Um, but he wanted to build something new in Brooklyn, so. Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie, though, leaving him and coming. If he came to the Knicks, it would be the ultimate, like, the, it's the mm. most Knicks thing ever, right? Like, you get the I guy. I can't see it happening. You get the guy two and a half years later after you wanted him, and mm. it's like, he's settling with you just because, you know, he wants to get paid. And I think because of the new, like, the, the CBAs and the TV deals and all that shit, like, they're projecting Kyrie in 2026 to make $58 million. That's going to be a 35-year-old Kyrie mm. or, like, 34-year-old Kyrie, and he's already having the knee issues and all that stuff. It's like, I don't know if I want to pay that. Like, Dame Lillard is the same thing, bro. Mm. Dame Lillard in 2026 is going to be making $48 million a year. Yeah. Like, it's cool. It's you got to do it if you're Portland mm. at the time. But it's like, what do you do later on? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's dope. You see that shit happen in baseball all the time. You give these, like, nine-year contracts, and the first three years is like, all right, I got the guy. But then year five to, to nine, you're like, Fuck, man. I, have I don't guy. I don't see Kyrie leaving though. I don't see it. I just think it's a report. Um and I think when he has to sign, he's gonna opt back in though. Mm. For sure. Yeah. I'm kinda with you a little bit of it just being like all smoke, mm-hmm. kinda just to create a buzz, have you writing more articles and shit <laughs> and keeping you busy. If you had to pick a team to uh maybe shock people next year. Like, think of a team like Memphis, right? Memphis mm-hmm. was a team who, the year before, they played in, in, like, not the bubble, but they played in the playing games. And then this year, they take a leap, and out of nowhere, they're the two seed. Like, what's the team? I have one in mind. Yeah, I want to like see Like, the Grizzlies if- were, um, that was a good one. But I can see the Pelicans, like, Bro, taking a yes. big jump. It's like, they have everything they need. Like, Zion's coming back. Mm-hmm. CJ has been great for them. Like, they needed that veteran, like, leadership. Um, B.I. is really good. Herb Jones, like, no one yeah. knows where he came from, and he's been solid. And then they have, like, a great draft pick, so they're going to add someone, like, young, another young talent. 
Um, you have Jose Alvarado, who's like annoying people and like just Yo, locking up. The, the, so the one, I, I like them. One wow. thing about him, bro, that's a playoff guy. Mm-hmm. Like that's a guy who's not afraid in the playoffs. And there's something to that. Like I like guys who I have the five, 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 five thing, right? I always talk about like, yo, when I look at a team, and this is from like a betting perspective too, but it's like, all right, it's game five, you're down five, you're on the road, there's five minutes left, who's the five that's mm-hmm. out there? Five, five, five. It's like, he's a guy that could be out there. Yeah. And he'll get your Chris Paul in foul trouble or like just be a disruptor. Like he's annoying. He's a dude that mm-hmm. you never want to play pickup with. You're like, exactly. Fuck, this guy's guarding me. This motherfucker. Like you hate that. Typical New York City. Point yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's the kind of guy that could like be a rotation guy in the playoffs mm-hmm. and not be such a like, oh man, he's on the floor. It's like, oh shit, he's on the floor. Yeah. Like it's annoying when you see him, you know, checking into the game. So I like the Pelicans call, man. Mm-hmm. They're like fifty to one right now to win the finals. I'm not saying all that, but yeah, I think I'm not saying they're gonna win the finals. But, but I could see really I could see them if everyone's healthy and they you know, how much confidence are they gonna get from this Sun series too? Yeah. Exactly. Like you saw it like when they faced them. Like they was like really confident in, but you know, eventually they fell. But like Zion's a major piece. I can't wait to see how he is next season. Yeah. Would you pay him? Yeah, I'll pay him. He's a even once, with the uncertainty. Yeah. Like you never seen like an athlete like him really. Um but like when he plays, he's like a superstar. It's yeah. just like but yeah, you no. can't mess up the opportunity. No, nah, I hear you. It's always weird though, those kind of conversations. Cause like I'm so pro player, mm-hmm. like getting their money. Like that's working with some of the athletes, and I'm sure you've you've probably gotten those conversations too, where like their sh- uh, shelf life is so like short. And I know it's crazy because we're talking about like millions of dollars that they're making, but still, it, it, it's such a and maybe not so much in the NBA because all the contracts are guaranteed. But I know like in the NFL, like when a player holds out, I'm for that. Like, I'd rather them mm-hmm. hold out, get your money. Even though it sucks, like, from a fan perspective, yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah, why is he not there? But when I look at it, like, rationally, yeah, get your it's money, like, man. yo, get your money, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Say exactly. whatever whatever it takes. Get your money. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like that, too. But then on the flip side, when I want to have fun with it, I'm like, I don't know. like the, the man, Zion's like, definitely worth it. Like, he's, like, still very young. Um, and we just haven't seen this kind of talent. And he's, like, so marketable as well. So, you yeah. have to keep him. Dude. Get a man. Thanks for coming on. Tell me a little bit about the the shirt you got over there. Oh. Yeah, um, Sunday Wash Club is celebrating its one year anniversary uh, this week. So we wanted to do something special. Uh, we designed some merch. Like we only have like three shirts, a couple hoodies available. So it's gonna be a fun week. Where can they find that stuff? It's on, on a website called Bonfire um, under Sunday Wash Club. For sure. And where can they find you? Well, Drew Harris. Come on, man. You know me. <laughs> You've been on long enough, <laughs> many times before. Uh, uh, at Veterans Minimum, where you can find everything for the show, veteransminimum.com, is where you can find merch, Patreon, YouTube, the whole nine. And we'll catch you guys next time. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online 
schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.